Hello and welcome to Biblical Moments. This is Evangelist Frank King. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a blessing it is for me to be able to share from the Word of God through this platform. Today I want to talk about the power of speaking the Word. Jesus taught that we have that kind of power. I will be teaching from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 8, and I will be using the King James Version of the Bible. Stay with me as I talk about the power of speaking the word. As believers in Christ, our words have power when we speak them with faith. The sole basis of our spiritual authority is the Word of God. In other words, when we speak with faith and in accordance with the Word of God, our words carry spiritual authority. By spiritual authority, I mean our words have authority in the spiritual realm. And that's important because the Bible says that's where our battle is. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness. Jesus modeled the power of speaking the word doing his public ministry. Sometimes as he ministered, the Bible says his word was with power. He spoke to the winds and they obeyed him. He spoke to demons and they obeyed him. He spoke to sickness and it obeyed him. And as I touch on Matthew chapter 8, we will see an example of that power in action. According to Matthew chapter 8 and verse 5, when Jesus entered Capernaum, he was met by a centurion. Now, a centurion is a Gentile. He was an officer in the Roman army. That's important as we progress through the text and see how this man thinks or believes. The reason this man came to Jesus is revealed in verse 6 of Matthew chapter 8. He said, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Now, palsy is a form of paralysis. So the centurion couldn't bring his servant to Jesus. That's why he came on his servant's behalf. Actually, it's pretty impressive that a leader is coming on behalf of his servant. Anyway, according to verse 7, Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Now that was unusual that Jesus was so readily willing to go and minister to a Gentile. That just was not his style doing his public ministry. He was not sent to minister to the Gentiles. 
He came as the Messiah to the Jews. But Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But after Jesus said he would go and heal the servant, here's what the centurion said to Jesus in verse 8. He said, Lord, I'm not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. So the centurion felt unworthy for the Lord to come to his house. But he said, Jesus, you don't have to go to my house. Just send your word there and my servant will be healed. Now, this man was not trying to impress Jesus with religious talk. Think about it. He came to Jesus because his servant was paralyzed and tormented. He wanted his servant to be healed. So he must have believed that what he was proposing would work. You see, this man was a soldier in the Roman army. Being a soldier, he understood authority. He understood the power of words spoken by a person with authority. He says in verse 9, For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh, and to my servant do this, and he doeth it. When the centurion spoke these words, Jesus was blown away. He was so impressed with this man's faith. According to verse 10, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Based on what Jesus said, we know this man's faith was for real. Jesus would have known if this man were a phony. Remember, he's a Gentile. I'm not sure how he arrived at this great faith in the Lord, but Jesus said, I have not seen this kind of faith even among God's people. So what did Jesus do to heal the man's servant? He didn't go to where the man was, but Jesus spoke the word. And according to verse 13, the servant was healed that same hour. So Jesus demonstrates the power of speaking the word with faith. This is what Jesus often did during his public ministry. Now he lives in us so his power can operate in our life. Let me clarify the distinction I'm trying to make. All of us pray to God. And yes, when we pray to him, we must pray in faith as well. But what I'm talking about today is actually speaking to the problem directly by faith and believing that things will change as a result of doing that. And I'm not talking about being timid about this. We can be bold and authoritative about it. I know this sounds radical, but Jesus taught that we can do this, so I do this. 
Here's what Jesus said in Mark chapter 11 after he had spoken to and cursed a fig tree and it died. He said in verse 22, have faith in God. Verse 23, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So Jesus says we have this kind of power when we speak the word with faith. Now, we understand parental authority. We speak to our children and we tell them what to do and they are obligated to do it. They may not always obey us, but they are obligated to do so. We also understand authority in the workplace. If we are the person in charge, we give direction to the team and we expect it to fall in line. Well, we can extend that concept to the spiritual realm. For instance, you might hear someone say, I went around in my house anointing each room with oil and commanding all unwelcome spirits to leave the premises. I have done that more times than one. Sometimes when I am praying for someone in a distant location, in the middle of praying, I call the person's name as if he were in the room and I say, Jackie or James or whoever be healed in Jesus name. My friend, Jesus taught that we can do that. Of course, this is not about us. It's about Jesus living in us and working through us. In Galatians chapter two and verse 20, Paul says, I live yet not I, but Christ lives in me. That's what we are talking about. You see, the more we die to ourselves, the more Christ and his power can live through us and the more authority our words will have when we speak them by faith. Hallelujah. Praise God. Receive it, my friend. Our words have power when we speak according to the word of God by faith. And as I end this episode, I want to thank you for joining me today. And until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.